more Pick 6 is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's Pick 6 on Laser 103.3. On this day in 1983, Daryl Hall and John Oates released a greatest hits album entitled Rock and Soul Part 1, containing many of the duo's biggest hits to date, including Rich Girl, Private Eyes, and Maneater, among others. It was one of the very first albums I was gifted as a kid, and to this day remains one of my all-time favorites. What's that? Surprised I love me some Hall and Oates? Today I'm busting out my pick six albums I love that might surprise you. And a real quick note on that. Some may mistakenly refer to this as a quote-unquote guilty pleasures list. Listen, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Nor should you. We love what we love and shouldn't ever be ashamed to admit it. That said, let's start with number six, and it probably shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone with a pulse, Michael Jackson's 1982 epic Thriller. I spent hours listening to this album when I was a kid. Whether it was on my turntable at home or on the radio, MJ was everywhere at this point, and there's no wasted time or space on this album. Every single track is great and is sequenced perfectly. One of those collections I couldn't possibly name a favorite song from. They're all my favorites. In at number five, Close to You by The Carpenters. And this won't be the last on this list inspired by my early childhood and parents' record collection. I still think Karen Carpenter was right up there with the greatest of all time for female singers. I rank her among the likes of Aretha Franklin, Carol King, Carly Simon, and my personal favorite, Roberta Flack. Songs like the title track and We've Only Just Begun have a way of taking me back to a much simpler, happy time in my life. And sometimes we all need that bath of nostalgia to wash off the nastiness of adulthood, don't we? This one does the trick. Coming in at number four, Songs from the Big Chair by Tears for Fears. I had a blast discovering new music in the 80s, but it was never more unpredictable than the day I heard the song Shout. It wasn't like anything else at the time. Definitely not hair metal, definitely not your typical pop stuff. This was closer to U2 or Talking Heads, an alternative to what I had been listening to. I once joked with bassist and singer Kurt Smith that I'm not sure I was the key demographic, but seven-year-old me really got into this album. Over 40 me appreciates it even more now. At number three, from the Wu-Tang Clan, Enter the 36 Chambers. I have no idea what initially drew me to this album in 1993. At the time, the only hip-hop I had been exposed to was Run DMC, who partnered with Aerosmith a few years prior on Walk This Way. This was my gateway into the genre, and I would eventually find my way to Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, NWA, and many others. But the Wu led me there. There's never been a supergroup quite like them, and I still love the album to this day. In the two spot, the aforementioned Rock and Soul Part 1 by Daryl Hall and John Oates. Part of my musical taste was definitely shaped by MTV. And back in the early 80s, when they actually played music videos, Hall and Oates were a fixture. Other shows like American Bandstand, hosted by the late great Dick Clark, also had a hand in introducing me to lots of great music that I love to this day. In terms of greatest hits, this particular collection had it all, really. Definitely my all-time favorite duo. Down to this, number one on my list of albums I love that might surprise you, Feels So Good by Chuck Mangione. Chuck Wahoo? You know, the guy that plays the flugelhorn. No? Okay, look, this was one of those albums from the 70s that my parents owned, and I stumbled across as a kid. The album's title track, All Instrumental, might actually sound vaguely familiar if you grew up in the same era I did. It actually got a decent amount of airplay, which was certainly unconventional for instrumental music, especially back then. What it boils down to is this. It reminds me of my dad who passed away just over 13 years ago. Every time I put this on, I'm feeling it. Thank you, Chuck Mangione. That's my list. Don't call it a guilty pleasure. What albums do you love that might surprise people? Come on out with it. 
was Andy Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.